Welcome to Cat's Crypto Peepcast. Revealing reviews, titillating tech talk, never, ever financial advice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cat's Crypto Peepcast. I'm Katherine Jenkins, and I'm here with Batman. Hello, Batman. Hello, folks. Today is September 15th, and this is episode number 12. So we will get started with some crypto prices. And according to CoinMarketCap, the top five are Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether. It's merged Ethereum now, though. It's a different Ethereum. Um, USDC and BNB. Bitcoin is $19,832. Ethereum is $1,505. BNB is $272. Solana is $33.74. And Polygon is $0.83. Cent. Everything looks kind of shitty today. Um, oh, yeah. No, it's a, it's a red day for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a red day. And... Um, We've been kind of dumped since the CPI numbers, which came out. Was that Tuesday? When was that? Yeah, that was on Tuesday. That was Tuesday. And um, what did they come up with this time? Was it 8.3%? Yeah, 8.3%. Um, and it was it was 8.5 the month prior. So it was only a 0.2% reduction, which is pretty bad. Uh, basically means that the feds don't know what they're doing and was it different than what people were expecting because if there was a different sentiment the day before everyone thought that the market was going to open better than it did yeah um so i i was even thinking it was going to be better i i fell in for the uh the hopium i did too um, you guys fooled the fuck out of me i was really yeah, that's that's surprised. on me <laughs> And uh, not just you, though. Other people. Yeah, other I mean, people even the market too. thought that. Like, they ran it up like crazy, like the Monday before. That's why, like, the S&P 500 had such a big drop the next day. It's because, like, everyone was blindsided. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it, it's it's pretty crazy because I thought it was going to be good based on the fact that gasoline prices were getting better mm -hmm. and uh, used car sales, car sales were getting better. And typically mm -hmm. when that happens, um, compared to the last month, the CPI should get better. However, in, the, in, in this case, like um, other things also did worse in one month over the month. And a lot of people weren't paying attention to that stuff, me included. Mm -hmm. um, and the gas thing is only like a temporary thing. It's not like gas prices will be improving into end of year. Mm -hmm. um, if anything, gas prices are probably going to get worse during the winter with wow. everyone like using gasoline, right, for, for their heaters and, and whatnot. Um, mm. So if anything... Uh, those numbers should actually get worse at the end of the year. And so the market is realizing that now that uh, the, the, the feds like Jay Powell, everyone, they have been pretty ineffective with combating inflation. Um, so mm -hmm. that's why we had this huge sell off like across the board. And now it's continuing into uh, into today. Well, here we are. Um, well, I guess now it's time for everyone to slip on their maid uniforms because we're going to do some housekeeping and the first thing that I have on my list is um, I'm not going to be doing giveaways as heavily as I have been for the past many, many months. And that is for a few reasons. The first being that they aren't as valuable as they once were. A lot of mints 
um, don't technically go as well as they're supposed to, or the price dumps below mint, so it's better to buy on secondary, and it's been this well, it's been this way for quite a while. Um, the second is there doesn't seem to be that much of a demand from the community because I'm not filling the spots that I'm getting for the giveaways. And thirdly, the dynamic between the projects and myself and doing these is not what it used to be. I used to offer this as a service. It used to be a way to promote your projects and fill your pre-sales or fill your mints. And now it's like just this like weird expected thing. And I don't even talk to the teams most of the time. I'm just talking to some like child who's been um, hired as a collab manager and there's no real benefit to the project and there's no real benefit to my community for it. So all of those things combined, I'm not really seeing what the value is anymore um, to, to you guys or to myself. Um, but I will be keeping an eye on what's out there anyway. I mean, in all honesty, it's not like the whitelists that I've been giving away. It's not like you can't get them in 400 other places. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll still be looking out for myself to get whitelisted for things and just enter these mindless fucking corrals of, you know, you you take a screenshot on Twitter and post it and then they give you a whitelist. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've Honestly, I've had, I've had a... I've been like powering through these issues I've had with giveaways for a while because first of all, the market went to shit and then they just weren't worth it anymore. And then when the market crashed back in like May or whatever, um, that's when a lot of people just left. So it's been hard to get the same kind of response. Um, and then moving from like token, like I didn't even mention token presales look look ridiculous right now like the the b the bsc presale that i most recently saw that i could have gotten whitelist spots for is called tate inu and like there's like a thousand things that could happen in the universe before me getting spots for something called tate inu for you guys um so yeah but when i when i moved into to nfts like i just saw like you can enter these giveaways and you don't even have to do anything like you just click a a bot like a giveaway bot so you're not even like interacting with the project's community you're you're maybe entering the discord like i had a giveaway the other day where like i think one person out of 10 actually entered the discord where they were supposed to be getting a whitelist spot for joining the community and there's just no joy there's no like celebration when you win <laughs> you know like no one gives a shit like it's not hard to get these spots and it's just bothered me for months I'd rather focus my time and energy on things that help the the peep show and the peep cast grow and like on help me grow personally. Like I I spent too much time on this shit. I'm not going to be focused focusing so much time on it. If there is something like amazing, I will still get spots for it. If you guys have things that you want to get spots for, all you have to do is drop drop a not drop a line to me in like one of the chats or one of the suggestion channels and I will get spots for it. Um, like I'm not giving it up completely, um, but I'm just not going to spend so much time on it. So, and Batman thinks that that's a good idea. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a good idea. Um, I feel like everyone's just like inundated with whitelists right now. Yeah. Um, for a lot of crappy projects too, to be honest, like there, yeah. I want to say like out of a hundred 
projects I give out whitelist, maybe like 10%, even if that are actually good. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is just trash. And I yeah. feel like it's better to spend your time monitoring projects after they mint out and all the paper hands get out. Because I feel like just buying it on secondary may be a better bet. Because you know it's how like, it's going to go. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's mathematically a better bet because it's fucking le cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's especially usually when cheaper on secondary. It, yeah. There's no sense in minting it and losing money when you can just buy it on secondary. So, mm -hmm. And I've actually fallen prey to a few of those types of mints, especially on launch my NFT. Like... Mm -hmm. um, Half the time, I feel like it's just the team cooking their own their own project, and then you go to secondary, and all that buy pressure is just immediately gone. It's like exactly wait, your your collection just sold out in like a second. Why why is no one buying this? Yeah, because like the team probably bought most of it, <laughs> um, or some some guy with a bot probably just went crazy. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's it's probably best to wait for secondary, see how the volume is doing, and if it's good, and the team looks promising, then I guess jump in. If the, yep. if the floor is good. That's the plan. And if you have a problem with it, fuck yeah, because you weren't joining the goddamn giveaways to begin with. Except for Avi. I feel bad for Avi because he's joined like every single giveaway. <laughs> yeah, no, dude's a legend. <laughs> we love you, Avi. <laughs> yeah, I sorry, Avi. You know, like, if I could just get one for you as a favor, I would. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that. Fuck giveaways. Secondly, um, as I say, I would like to focus on things that help this whole fucking thing grow. And I have been working to grow the Peepcast. And one of the things that can help, that you can do to help with that, is to leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening to my voice right now. It would be a huge help to get the word out, and we appreciate it very much. And if you hate the Peepcast, just send me an email. It's Jenkins one at protonmail.com. And, you know, just tell me why you hate it, and I'll try to do better, okay? Uh, it's better than leaving us a terrible review, because then I can actually do something about it for you. Um, so we can move on to what's hot today. I think the number one thing on that list would be the ETH merge that I mentioned earlier. So Ethereum has moved from proof-of-work to proof of stake. That is the ETH merge in the simplest terms. Um, do you have a different way of describing that, Batman? <laughs> what else should we say about this? I don't think so. I, I think I think that's all you have to say. Went from proof mm -hmm. of work to proof of stake. Yeah. Um, still gonna so be for anyone phase. who doesn't know what those mean, what, what how would you say, how would you um, differentiate those things? So basically you go from mining with computers to mining with the cloud, I guess that's how you can describe it. Okay. Um, so you no longer need like a graphics card or something that takes up like an insane amount of power like with Bitcoin. Right. So, so it's kind of like the... Solana. Everyone's copying Solana basically. <laughs> one of the, um, well, let's not split hairs here, but <laughs> I think I think there've been some other chains that were proof of stake before Solana. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so basically one of the advantages is less energy use, less energy consumption. Um, I think speed is supposed to be one, but I'm not sure. It's only supposed to be, like I think, like slightly faster. Okay. At least with how Ethereum set up right now. Um, yeah. I think, I think the TPS should go to like somewhere between 22 and 30. It could be way higher um, mm. if I check right now. I, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure, but the TPS is like marginal increase yeah. in speed from what I understand. 
Um, and just and the, as a comparison to Solana's TPS, mm -hmm. which is what, like 2000 or something? <laughs> yeah, 2000, uh, which is like yeah. 125th of what it should be. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Okay. Um, what so were you saying? I, I was saying the other cool thing, I guess, that they're saying uh, with the proof of stake is that it will be easier to scale their system now. Um, mm hmm that's the one thing with Solana, even though they say it, it, I feel like it's not always true, but they say it's easily scalable to any kind of demand mm -hmm. um, and size, which is not always the case, as you can see, like when there's a lot of botting, like the TPS just craps itself. But mm -hmm. with, with Solana, or sorry, with Ethereum, um, they said that uh, they should be able to easily scale things um, now that they have this proof of stake system. So that should be interesting to see. It's a big day. It's a very large yeah, very event. Big day. Um, yeah. and, it, and it happened seamlessly, which is also really cool. They didn't have to restart yeah. the network or anything. Like, I, I didn't I was, hear anything I about yeah. anything going wrong. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. wallets got drained, at least from Ethereum. That uh, mm -hmm. no, was pretty good. And they, and they were also giving out these, uh, these PO apps um, for anyone that watched their live stream, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's like this proof of attendance protocol. And there's oh. a, like little badges that you can have. Um, that says, hey, I was here for the Ethereum merge. Like little NFTs? Airdrop it. Yeah. So um, that's hopefully cool. that's going to be worth something down the line. Um, I think uh, I, will I saw a tweet. Out. I'm not sure how accurate it was. Um, but someone had someone minted the first um, NFT after the merge for like, and they, their gas was like 36 ETH or something. It was like a panda bear or something like that. Oh, was it? You said 36 ETH? Yeah, that was how much they paid to be like the first, you know, like on the oh top God. of the first page of merged Ethereum. <laughs> oh, this is pretty cool. I mean, that if you if you had that to play with, then you you know that that's a pretty fun badge of honor, I think, and it's historic and historic and NFT. Historic NFT. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, ETH merge, pretty fucking exciting stuff. Um, and then some other things that have been hot. Uh, this week. First is Starbucks announced Starbucks Odyssey, which is a blockchain-based loyalty platform um, where you can earn and purchase digital assets to unlock exclusive experiences and rewards. A The beta is coming up, and you can get on the waitlist for it. I am on the waitlist for the beta. And this is um, through Starbucks? Yeah, this is through Starbucks called Starbucks Odyssey. I'll actually, I'll put a link in the show notes for uh, <laughs> how to get on the wait list. Um, but yeah, I was slightly interested in it because I already like Starbucks. Like I already use, have used their rewards program in the past and they have a pretty cool like rewards slash payment system where you have the app, you can upload, <laughs> upload, yeah, like you can load money onto it um, and use your cash through the app. You just go through the drive-through or through the check, the line and they scan your fucking like qr code on your phone or whatever um and then you get rewards which one if you have i've never like amassed enough of these award rewards to do anything with them honestly but um they have a pretty a pretty robust program is my point that i've participated in so i was interested in this usually things like this i'm like oh great mcdonald's has fucking nfts or something like whatever <laughs> but um I don't know. This one kind of struck my fancy. So if I'm able to participate in the beta, I will. 
You know what I noticed, though? Because I have gotten Starbucks a couple times this week. They're, and I heard it in the news, actually. That's probably why I noticed it. Their fucking prices went up, like, noticeably. Like, a drink is, like, $6 now. Thank you, J-Pow. Jesus. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I've seen it everywhere in fucking bananas and oranges and shit for months. But then Starbucks, you know, hit me where it hurts, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a big giant coffee sometimes. I got to pay, like, six fucking dollars and some change for it now. Um... So, that is Starbucks Odyssey, and I will give you guys the link to join that wait list. Uh, next up, we had an AMA with Sisyphus, who is a fellow caller on Solana, and he's such a good alpha caller <laughs> that, I, that I wanted to interview him, and that's not an understatement. Um, he's a really talented guy when it comes to spotting projects. Um, mainly on the secondary that are going to do well um, NFT-wise on Solana. And turns out he's cool as shit, which we kind of had a hunch, but he's he was a mysterious dude. There wasn't a lot. Um, he hadn't done any interviews before. He doesn't really, he hadn't hopped on any spaces before. And he told me actually that he doesn't talk a lot. And like we got him to talk a lot, which was a lot of fun because he is an interesting person and he did have some cool things to say. And he gave a lot of insight into how he researches projects, which is obviously invaluable information if you're trying to make money um, with NFTs on Solana. So currently you can listen to the recording of that on Twitter, which I will drop the link for that as well. The audio was really bad for this one for um, a few parts of it, um, namely my audio, which there's no explanation because I was using the same connection, the same device sitting in the same spot in my house. It's really weird. Um, that will be fixed for the podcast version of it. So I just wanted to let you know the Twitter recording is kind of crap, but uh, it'll be better when it's uploaded as a podcast. I think um, that's just Twitter spaces being rubby as usual. <laughs> yeah. I just, I can't understand what, why, like, I don't you know. You would think it would be better, especially when they said they want to be like this podcast platform now. Exactly. Spaces, but nope. But technically, why? Like, he's in the Philippines, so I don't know if it could have been, like, the connection between all of us that was bad. I really don't know how this works on the back end, but that was the only thing that made sense to me is, like, we just had, like, a terrible connection with each other. Um, but either either way, I sounded, like, crazy, and, like, you can't even hear what I'm saying at some points. But I'll fix it later. Fix it in post. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're a next, good editor. <laughs> I'm a good editor. Um... Uh, the next step would be Magic Eden. This was a very hot topic this week. Uh, announced in partnership with Coral Cube, something called MetaShield, where uh, that allows creators to track Solana NFTs listed with custom royalties, meaning if someone doesn't want to pay the royalties that were set by the owner, right? Yep, correct. And this is um, dictated by <laughs> marketplaces, number one. Um, there's some marketplaces that allow you to, to trade uh, with zero royalties or custom royalties. With They can be more. You can set it for more than the, the set royalties as well. No one talks about that. Um, and hopefully not OTC trades. I don't know. Do, do you know if you can be punished for making an over-the-counter trade yeah, with an that NFT? Seems, that seems to be one of the gray areas. There's actually quite a few gray areas with this. Uh, <laughs> that uh, they, they, they really don't know what they're talking about, I feel like. Who would have thought? Yeah. This, um, 
This is interesting. So, okay, so it allows the creators to track the NFTs um, that are listed with custom royalties and take actions that they see fit to protect their business. I'm take this is Magic Eden's words I'm reading to you right now. Um, and one of the actions that the creator could take is blurring the image of the NFT. Um, another would be bricking it, like making it non-tradable, non-transferable. Um, so I, I could, I can imagine you as a listener have some questions popping up in your mind right now, like, um, <laughs> cause everyone's had questions popping up in their mind about this. Uh, so, uh, Batman, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Um, I think they just made the ecosystem hell of a lot more centralized in terms of all like the NFTs, which is kind of funny because the one thing whenever you bring up Solana to all these people are like, wait, isn't that the centralized ecosystem? Oh my like, God. That's, and that's the one Magic Game just it. makes it worse. I mean, they're, they're actually giving it like validity. <laughs> like, yeah, they are. Um, now, now with this, and I was actually surprised to see Coral Cube team up with them. I did not expect that. Okay, since, like, let me Max interrupt Eden you for just a second. Forgive me, but you're surprised because a month ago they had beef with each other. Yeah, because like Max public Eden was, like, beef. Their stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it's kind of funny that happened. Um, I don't know what kind of weird power play that is, but that's happening now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't like this at all. I, I don't like the centralized aspect of it, even though I think that like pure decentralization is kind of a mean thing. Mm -hmm. um, this is like going into the wrong direction. Um, they basically just said that anyone that does this, like any project owner does this, all the buyers of that project are not real owners. No, um, they, they, they they can't decide what to do with their, their NFT yeah, after they buy it. They're basically renting it. Yeah. Or, or you can think of this like entire process like the the homeowners association almost whereas you have to like ask them like can i sell it here is this okay exactly like, can i like can i trade here? this in, yeah. in a uh in another like offline exchange like you you have to get uh permission from these guys like what if you you loan it out like can they freeze it after the fact and then you just like immediately get liquidated like that's oh kind of scary kind of scary like to think of the implications that come with it and they didn't really answer any of that and do you think about it like and someone else made this point too but i thought it like th a, a group of adults like had to like talk to each other before they <laughs> before they made this tweet right <laughs> and like decided like they they had to think about like did they think about these questions that people were gonna have like i just I it i don't understand it i think they saw dollar signs and that's pretty <laughs> much it because <laughs> i mean like the one bad thing i guess with magic eden getting all this funding now um and vc fine is that they have like a fiduciary duty to them like yeah they don't have a duty to to us anymore they don't they um, have duty they to the vcs best. yeah so to them this is a good idea because i mean it just cements them as being like this monopoly like yes. I, there's no other there's no other platform that would be able to compete especially if the nfts are getting bricked <laughs> in the process so i mean everyone will have to go through magic eden and if they install like some kind of peer-to-peer -peer exchange on there for even lower fees like one percent fees like i don't think you can compete with that <laughs> i will never launch on magic Eden. <laughs> they yeah. they are a centralized piece of shit i don't like them um unfortunately i do trade on them so i'm a little bit of a hypocrite um but yeah. if i didn't have to deal <laughs> with magic Eden, i wouldn't yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, all those people that say, yeah, I hate Amazon, but it's like you need to use it nowadays, right? To yeah. purchase like goods. I mean, 
match Luckily, kind I'm of not scenario. one of those people. I'm like, yeah, Amazon's great. Yeah, right? <laughs> Give me that Prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sign you me know, up. As an aside, Prime used to actually mean something, though. Like, you, you used to actually, like, get stuff really fast, but it's just, it changed. I don't even know what they charge you for anymore, honestly. Oh, you yeah, can no. even, like, the, if The price if, keeps going up, but I still pay because I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, gosh. Magic Eden is the Amazon of fucking Solana. Yeah. Um, it's supposedly Except, except they actually kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, point is, this is crazy. There's a lot of gray area around it. It's very centralized. Um, and you know, I, I, I think the creators should get royalties. But I also think that there's some things that you just can't control. Like there's people who want to like give people their NFTs and not even sell them to them. What are you gonna fucking like punish those people because they didn't get you your your money that you could have gotten for a sale or you know there's people who just you have a friend and you want to you want to sell your nft to your friend why the fuck would you go and list it on a marketplace it just give you yeah, the it's, fucking it's currency for it yeah, it's no, uh it's really, dumb. it's really dumb and it's unfortunate and it was very hot this week so that's why we're talking about it right yes. now <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually I'm, I'm totally for like a free market so, like, if, if people want to list on a place that doesn't have royalties, then I think that's fine. I'm actually surprised yeah. this never happened with Ethereum. Uh, I'm surprised Solana is actually leading the way in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I didn't. I never heard of it happening on Ethereum. I, I just heard of people using OpenSea and being okay with royalties. <laughs> because it's there. absurd. Yeah, <laughs> because it's um, absurd. That's why they're happened with But Ethereum. then when you think about it in terms of, like, shit coins, like, if you had a shit coin that had a, you know, like a 10% tax on selling, like... Versus investing in a token that just had one percent or two percent, I mean, mm-hmm. you you you'd be drawn towards a one or two percent. Provide both of them have like the same, same like good benefits, the same good outlook, same good team. Like you'd always go be drawn towards like the the low tax stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's how I'm justifying. Um, you know, yeah, I'm mean, that's. Projects. Lower royalties are better than higher royalties. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, yeah. Or at I least, mean, like, cap all the royalties at, like, 1% or 2%. I just think, like, 10% is a bit much. Yeah. Especially if you're a degen mint with crap art. Um, yes. No roadmap, no website, no nothing, yeah. no future, basically. What do you need I the 10% percent, royalties yeah, 10% for? is ridiculous. I think it should be, like, 0 or 1%, if anything. Um, and now I am not saying that I totally agree with this, but something that people throw back, threw back in Magic Eden's face during this is, why don't you lower your 2% fee that you charge, yeah. <laughs> Magic Eden? I mean, it's not like you don't have the volume where you, can, you can't, you know, trying to scrounge up money to pay the bills at Magic Eden Enterprises or something. Like, uh, you know, why don't uh, you, you not pocket so much money? But, you know, I don't know if I agree with that, but that is something that people... Um, People were like, you know, if you care fucking so much. <laughs> yeah, but the you? fact is they don't really care. <laughs> no, they don't. I mean, it's clear. They don't care. They don't care about decentralization. They don't care about they don't care about um, their user base. Um, if they if they don't take any of the feedback, I mean, the thread was outrageous. Like there were there were a few people that were saying that they um, they supported it. But the Twitter thread that was, you know, the Twitter post that they put out was very largely they were getting clowned on and people were complaining and saying that it wasn't a good idea. So if they don't take that feedback, then they don't care about their user base for sure, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, no, and, I, and then you, you wanted to speak a little bit about like immutable um, met- metadata versus Im- immutable. Wait, did I just yeah. say that right? <laughs> yeah, no, you said that. 
Okay. <laughs> so yeah, immutable is, versus mutable. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is bringing up a discussion point, which I'm pretty sure like 99% of these degens have no idea even existed. Mm-hmm. But there's this thing like immutable versus mutable, and that basically like a mutable contract is something that you can change after the yes. fact. Like mm-hmm. you can update the metadata, you can update the seller fees, you can update whatever. Kind of like when you're launching a shitcoin and the devs like, oh yeah, we screwed up the taxes, we need to update them. Mm-hmm. Updating it. Uh, is because that's allowed because the contract is not locked it's 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 mutable still immutable is when you can't update the the contract at all so the metadata it's stuck um after you deploy it mm-hmm. and now people are like you know nfts should be immutable they shouldn't mm-hmm. be mutable at all and i kind of agree with that i don't think you should be able to update these after the fact um, the obvious one one downside is the the contract uh, royalties are tied to the metadata, mm-hmm. um, which is a downside. So I guess if you were to uh, to um, have immutable NFTs, that wouldn't be something you could update. Maybe there's another way around that. You can just have the the contract fees or the the secondary fees be something that's set by the marketplace itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one way around that. Um, but either way. Um, this is making a push towards immutable NFTs because technically speaking, that's the only way you can truly own your NFT, right? Because yeah, because then no one can changed. fuck with it. Yeah, yeah no one can blur it. it. Can blur no it. one yeah, can nothing. yank the fucking the, the image. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I think, um, I think we should have immutable NFTs. And you can still have it so where it's immutable, but if you had like a game, right, where you have to have the NFT change over time, like upgrade it, you can mm-hmm. build that all in-game. So mm-hmm. it's like an in-game display. So it wouldn't be displayed on the NFT itself, but something that is programmed in-game. I think that's one workaround. Obviously, mm-hmm. the only downside is the NFT wouldn't upgrade on-chain. Um, so if you were like leveling up your NFT, you couldn't sell that leveled up NFT. Um, right down the line unless a game maybe implements some burn mechanism where they mint a new nft at that level um so i think there are workarounds for it i don't know if it's going to be um something that would be economically sound for projects to do but i would assume it is if it's on solana due to the low gas fees and low like uh, metadata renting fees which is like 0.0176 soul or something crazy like that mm-hmm. um so yeah no I, I i think we should go towards immutable stuff and what's funny is HGE, like that big whale on yeah. Solana behind the, the ABC. ABC guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. ABCs are immutable. And he was making a comparison wow. um, that in the past, it was an immutable NFT that jump-started Solana's NFT um, ecosystem. Um, uh-huh. So he's alluding to the fact that ABC being immutable now is going to jumpstart the next um, Solana bull market. Which is interesting because I feel like it kind of did. <laughs> well, it's interesting because we're in a fucking bear market, number one. But the more I hear about HGE and see what he's doing and and hear more about what he's saying, the more I like the guy, honestly. Yeah, the more no, I just thought he, he was he, some rich dude. And like, yeah, he <laughs> is know, some like, rich dude, that. but he's trying to change <laughs> the ecosystem for the better. Yeah, and if yeah. his platform takes off, that could actually um, overshadow Magic Eden. I think his hate swap is the one thing that could actually take down Magic Eden. Just Dude, because he has the money. Down. He has the money, he has the connections, and he has the people, honestly. Especially with how p- pissed people are at Magic Eden right now. Magic Eden's fucking garbage can. It is. And it's <laughs> like, they have all this money. They're making all this money from the secondary fees. 
these launch pads and their site is still like slow as shit. Like, <laughs> like, something's weird. Something's Update really the weird. user experience. Yeah, yeah. Like what the fuck, man? Yeah. And said they got That's a crazy. yacht. You know, but I'll give them credit. I do like the new um, charts and stuff. So they do something sometimes, you know, but yeah. give credit where credit is due, I guess. They still fucking sucks. Technically, though, technically, they stole that stuff. <laughs> But <laughs> oh god, you're right. <laughs> like Soul Sniper, Hello Moon, like <laughs> yeah. Well, they needed it. They needed it, so they stole it. But you know that's what they do. Um, yeah. Instead of instead of like buying out projects, which would be the right thing to do, I feel. No, I just steal their ideas. Just steal it. Yeah, just steal it and crush them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just adopt their ideas and uh, just take over the market share. That, that's you know, lovely. That's crypto. That's you know, yeah. decentralization. That's what we do here. Um, yeah, they, they first take advantage of decentralization, then they make it centralized when they're on top, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of what they're doing, actually, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, we can move on or we'll just sit here and shit talk Magic Eden all yeah, day. We could do that all day. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the next thing would be um, an arrest warrant has been put out for Joe Kwan and six individuals total from the Terra Luna company chain, whatever, the, the Terra USD shit that collapsed <laughs> earlier this year. Um, so there's officially been an arrest warrant put out um, by South Korea, somewhere in South Korea. Uh, and he, Duquan or Doquan or whatever, he's currently residing in Singapore. I don't know about these other folks um that the uh authorities are after but yeah so that's pretty hot <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, and, and the weird thing is i think it was yesterday or the day before he just randomly tweeted out a an emoji of a moon like the moon are like, you fucking kidding I'm me seriously I, like the balls on this guy to do that when it, the day of his arrest weren't coming out like no, I think he's, he's like a uh, sociopath, like or like delusional. I think he's got some mental stuff going on, like grandiose. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> um, he always had gave like like his reactions to to everything and his um, the way he presented himself and <laughs> saying that like if Luna or if Terra were to to die then crypto would die something like that i can't remember what his wording oh exactly. yeah he was being really cocky before everything yeah he's really cocky i mean at the very least very cocky. <laughs> and he was like exactly. calling people poor and stuff like that but then yeah you literally just lost everyone billions of dollars so people have like suicide over this and shit and he's like it's all right um i'm okay because like i live frugally <laughs> dude are you are you kidding <laughs> like jesus christ dude he's high off of his own supply like goddamn yeah definitely good. yeah but i, I posted supply. the tweet in the in the peepcast chat it's just it's just insane to me that someone i've, I've actually never seen that happen <laughs> where you get an arrest warrant and then a couple hours later you're tweeting about like the the moon i gotta look at this yeah <laughs> what is this tweet oh yeah it's just a moon yeah it's the, like the moon that's in his uh his his username or whatever like the luna moon like is he re referencing luna like after know, he luna gets was like in? crashing hard once that arrest warrant came out so i guess he, right. he posted that to, to try and pump his bags again uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to engagement farm <laughs> well <laughs> while he learns that he cannot go back to south korea 
yeah. they will catch him. Um, and I don't think he's going to be extradited from Singapore. I feel like he's lined those pockets up very well mm -hmm. with all the money that he uh, stole. I don't have any. I still have Luna. I still do have Luna, but it is it's locked. Good. Up. Yeah, it's it's in Voyager, right? <laughs> it is in Voyager. Yes. <laughs> it's like I never had it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you never had it. That's funny. It's not uh, funny, but you got to yell out. No, but speaking of which, I guess. I guess I guess an impromptu thing that's hot is that Voyager is having their uh, their auction this week. Um, it actually started, I think, two days ago. What is the Voyager auction? Um, it's whoever's going to buy them out. Like oh, okay. People are shopping around, and apparently Coinbase and Binance came up. So hopefully, I'm I'm praying CZ saves my bags. Moving on, the U.S. Treasury has provided guidance on how to access locked tornado cash funds. And this came chronologically after they were sued by uh, six folks who were users of tornado cash. And that lawsuit is actually being bankrolled by Coinbase. Um, but now, yeah, somewhere on like the US Treasury website, they um, explain to you how you can get your money out. And there is currently, around 200 million sitting in Tornado Cash's smart contracts, according to DeFi Llama, at least when this article that I'm looking at came out, which was yesterday, I guess. Um, so yeah, I guess I could link to that as well if you've got some money sitting in Tornado Cash that you would like to get. So Tornado Cash has been sanctioned by the US Treasury Department for being like in cahoots with bad people. So... <laughs> Um, but now everyone's money doesn't seem to be locked up forever. So hopefully everyone doesn't just forget about it after they get their money out because it's still um, a problem as far as privacy in crypto, but that'll be all fought in court. So If you're if you're in the US, can you still access that those <laughs> funds or what? Cuz I mean the site doesn't work. Well, for transactions involving Tornado Cash that were initiated prior to its designation on August 8th but not completed by the date of designation, U.S. persons or persons conducting transaction within U.S. jurisdiction may request a specific license from OFAC to engage in transactions involving the subject virtual currency. Oh my God. I would just leave my fucking money in there. I'm not going to tell you guys anything about my money that was in Tornado Cash. That's that would just be like I'd kiss that shit goodbye at this point. They don't need to know right. that shit. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to like have a conversation with them and get some like special key or something in order to do it. That's what it sounds like to me. But I'll I'll link to this because that's all it is. It's guidance that they put on their website. So, but it sounds like yes, but you have to like get some type of permission, right? Is that what that sounded like to you? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'd be scared though because I feel like if you're getting permission, they know your address now for sure. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> do you so want whatever. That? So yeah, but I'll, I'll link this in the show notes in case anyone wants to read that and get their own interpretation of it, or you know maybe get your money out if you need to. I, I'm it's a very interesting story to me. I'm looking forward to hearing more about how it develops as far as the court case and everything. Um, but moving on, people have been wondering. Where in the world is Frank Degods and the rest of the Utes team? Because they have fallen off of the face of the earth and they have ceased to interact on Twitter after the art was delayed for Utes. The art revolt was delayed. Um, Freudian slip there because apparently people are under the impression that they didn't have the art ready. <laughs> Which is, it's not a hard conclusion to come to when they're not revealed 
their like tube thing doesn't look anything like the art and um there's there's no way to be found there's no way to be found like to answer this question so um yeah but a couple of, a couple of funny tweets went out um one was from spicy salami said d god's team rage quit for real <laughs> which that one cracked me up <laughs> Should we check uh, sales on uh, on private islands, like recent sales? Yeah, right. Uh, another one, uh, Function, uh, OX Function, tweeted out, yo, Frank D. Guys, just tweet, period, if you're okay, homie. That was pretty funny. Yeah, it's kind of scary. You know? Like, I, I was looking at the valuation of D. Guys and Utes, and they've pretty much <laughs> stayed the same. Yeah. Like, in what world does that happen? Like, the cult is just too freaking strong. Oh like my god, they, they it's are unparalleled. Like if it were any shitcoin like we were in, right? Oh, it would be dumped missing, to fuck. Oh it would be god, dead. Would be it would be dead. People would be fighting it left yeah. and right. <laughs> yeah. Like there would people would be like trying to like probably track them down and like yep. threatening their family <laughs> and shit. But no, yep. since since it's Frank, um, no, nah, he's just taking a nap. Yeah, no, like he needs this well needed rest. <laughs> Yeah, he, you know, it's prob it's a lot of work that they did and you know, they ran into some problems, so they just needed to rest probably. I mean, they're not telling us why or what's going on, but I think that that's I think that that's what it is cuz I really like Frank a lot. Yeah. They they only raised like tens of millions of dollars and <laughs> and disappeared. No biggie, just let him rest. Just let him take a nap. They'll be up in a little while. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, like any other project, there's no recovering from that. No. <laughs> it's like dead. It's a fucking phenomenon is what it is. <laughs> um, it's an anomaly. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's scary to see that happen, you know? Like you have this big-ass project worth, I think collectively, like over $150 million, right? I don't um, fucking between know. Between the two? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's right. I think that's what we said before, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's just insane. Just disappearing. Actually, it's probably closer to $200 million. Um, mm hmm just insane that you would disappear like that like even even if the uh you know you needed some rest or something like okay maybe a day but jesus christ what it's been like a, a week i'm not sure i've lost track like, holy um, shit. has he said anything at all in his i haven't even looked i even looked at his likes so like maybe he was like liking stuff on the side nope oh no <laughs> he's like he's like missing an action like the man could be like kidnapped or something right now and we wouldn't know i mean somebody would know if he was missing right he's but yeah la less <laughs> he's been muted yeah the last time he tweeted was on september 8th to today's the 15th and yeah let's look at the likes last like was on september 8th um yeah he's taking a really serious break because you know he's like really tired <laughs> he's not even liking anything um, so yeah, that has been, uh, in, well, you know, people have been talking about it. So that's why we're talking about it. And we always like talking about the gods and youths, honestly, cause it's fun to talk about. <laughs> it's fun to talk about the fucking circus. But with that being said, is there anything else that's hot right now? Hmm. I don't know. I think that's it, right? Then I think we can take a break now. 
Wouldn't it be nice to be part of an alpha community whose main focus isn't to find exit liquidity for the owner and whomever else shills their bags to you? Well, that's exactly what you'll find at Cat's Crypto Peep Show. And our new VIP room in the Discord is even more tuned in to bringing you the best crypto and NFT trading tips and info, while also getting to know each other and improving all aspects of our lives, not only our financial situations. So check out the audition in the show notes and qualify for your OG VIP peep roll today. Batman, why is Bitcoin difficulty so high right now? Um, I'm not sure why. So much hash. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that one. That one got a laugh out of you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so much hash. So week in review, we had. Like I said before, our AMA with Sisyphus was on Monday the 12th, and it was really good. Give that a listen. I did a giveaway for X-Corp or X-Core. I don't know how to fucking say that word. It is a Solana NFT, and it is um, clothing-based. Is this the clothing-based one? I don't know. There's so many brand and There's clothing been some based ones. brand like ones. <laughs> yes, I do believe this is a clothing based one <laughs> um forgive me if that is not correct but i did do a giveaway for that we got the dead monkeys and phase protocol podcast uploaded that is episode number eight um that was a really nice um ama so give that a listen if you have not yet i did a giveaway for an aptos nft called in silva which looks it's another like brand it's maybe even a clothing one, honestly. Um, but since it's Aptos, I grabbed it for you guys. And I did a giveaway for Cats, which is actually still going. If you guys would like to enter that, I have 10 spots for that. That's another Solana NFT. Um, the art's okay. It's colorful. It's cats. There's kind of a cat trend going on right now in Solana NFTs. I'm not sure where it came from. Um, but there are a bunch of cat projects coming out. So that's one of them. And that one actually seems pretty interesting just based on how many, how many groups are offering that. And yeah. The, I have the, seen the it around The spots are usually going away very, very quickly. So if you yeah. haven't entered, you probably should. Yeah, you probably should. I think there's nine of the 10 spots left, which you can tell why I'm a little frustrated with giveaways. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, if nine of you would like to join that, you know, it's, it might still be going well when you hear this. Um, but yeah, uh, cats. if you don't get it through me, maybe take a look at the project. It might be something half decent. And that brings us to today. A uh, pretty quiet week. Yeah. Well... There were there were some mints I think that popped up that did okay. There was Wade, uh, which is like this NFT pass where you get like airdrops for other NFTs, mm -hmm. um, and that did ridiculously well. Um, I faded this one hard, but I it, it heard was of like that. a it Wade? was a point five mint, and now it's sitting at almost eight nineteen soul. I think. What? Um, yeah, and it minted just, I don't know, like three hours ago huh. well good good job to everyone in on that i hadn't even heard of it um yeah there have been a lot of weird mints that i've faded just because i thought they looked dumb before but <laughs> surprisingly they took off like they all got like weird partnerships going now with like these big DAOs. 
Okay, so um, that's something. I, and I, when I was talking to you earlier, I wanted to touch on that. There's no rhyme or reason in the market right now. Nothing makes sense. It's chaotic. You don't really know what's going to do well and what's not going to do well. So that was another thing that went into my decision to just not grab every fucking whitelist that I could find. <laughs> because I don't know what's going to do good because stuff that looks like it's terrible it ends up doing really well. And I just, I can't, I can't get a pulse on what the hell is going on. And then, and then stuff dumps. Like no one wants to hold anything also. So um, there's just a lot of opportunity to lose money as well. There was, there was one, the, fucking Bit Warriors and yeah. Bit Warriors and Soul Swipe was early this week. Bit Warrior, Bit Warriors, I gave away whitelist for. I did not mint it. I think it was asleep or something. But they ended up like moving money off to a central to a uh, to a sex, and it looked really sketchy. I don't know what's happened since then. Soul Swipe. It's dead. <laughs> okay, so so it's possible rug. Um, Soul Swipe had a really bad mint, um, but of course. Mm-hmm. Because it was botted, it's sitting probably still sitting above the floor price. Um, that is a debit card, <laughs> a Solana debit card. But then they announced that they're going to be cross chain because you know mm-hmm. why wouldn't they be cross chain with a name like Soul Swipe for fuck's sake? Um, that one always looked kind of strange saw that to coming. me. <laughs> yeah, that that whole thing always looks a little weird to me. I was whitelisted for that, but I didn't meant that either. Um, but it might be doing okay. There's only one dev like in the whole of Solana who knows like anti-bot measures. Is that an exaggeration? I think it's safe to say that yeah, no, Soulport might be the only <laughs> one that's not bottable right now. Soulport is the only launchpad that's not bottable, and they did. And I think we failed to mention it. They there was a stealth mint on there called Dumbass Donkeys, and mm-hmm. it it was a stealth mint. It was I assume there was no whitelist and um. It was not botted. Uh, and when I say not botted, I mean that uh, like it was three per wallet and every wallet ended up with three. Like the distribution, that doesn't mean that like people didn't multi-wallet it and things like that. Um, but you didn't see people mint like 100 and 500 of the fucking things, which you, you end up seeing on these on these other mints. Um, but yeah, it's like Soulport is the only launch pad that is unbottable. <laughs> and it's just, uh-huh. it's crazy. Yeah, which is kind of funny though, because I think it was yesterday. Um, Yukio, or maybe it was the day before. Yeah, that got botted actually. It did. Yeah, it did. Um, apparently, one guy was able to mint like a crap ton of them off of off of Soulport, so it was not secondary buys. It was it was actual Soulport that he botted. Um, but they're like this guy's like in some really really exclusive private DAO that. I don't think like anyone can get into unless you like know someone in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, no, like privately there, there obviously is something now that works on it. Oh, right. Great. Um, but nothing that's public like Blockfriend, uh, Urban or Veritech or whatever else is out there. Nothing else works on it yet because they, they changed their code every single mint. Is um, Tom the, um, is he like the dev? Yeah, he is. Or the main dev? Yeah. Okay. Um, I was going to say, hopefully Tom can patch that, but I didn't know if he was actually like the developer. So yeah, I'm sure no. he has more than one developer, but you know <laughs> what I mean? He he said something. He, he said that it was actually an auto clicker, so not a bot. But I don't believe that. It was way too efficient for an auto clicker because mm. I've seen all the auto clickers. I mean, we've used them with like SolarBot, like they're actual trash. Yeah. 
<laughs> that would have had to be a really lucky yeah. auto clicker, I think. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I think there was definitely a bot. Even back in August, there was one guy that cracked it, mm-hmm. um, and he he open sources his uh, his bot that was able to go on Soulport and mint everything. Um, I'll admit, I was saying back in like uh, I don't know, like May or whenever I came over to. I was like, someone needs to learn how to bot Soulport. But now I'm like, I'm so like disenchanted with it. Cause like I bought stuff on BSC, but I feel like it's different because people know how to, <laughs> people have like anti-bot code and anti-bot measures on their launch pads and things like that. But Solana is just like rampant. Like the, the bots just eat like so well. And they, and sometimes it just, it makes other people not have a chance, and that's not cool. I don't think it's good for the ecosystem overall, honestly. I'm, I've been changing my stance on botting, I guess. <laughs> I have access to a bot, but I haven't used it yet. Now I'm like, I don't know if I want to use it. Cause... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm still, like, indifferent on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how to feel. I've, I've, I've lived long enough to see myself become the villain. Yeah, I think I think there just needs to be more. There needs to be more of a balance on Solana, and that there, the balance isn't there. I think that's what the problem is. I think both can exist, uh, but I think that the bots have way too much of an advantage. Maybe I'm crazy, but that's how I feel yeah. right now. <laughs> GMers, that was that was this week, right? Yeah, and I don't yeah. know enough about what the fuck that is to like talk about. Dude, it. I did not see this coming at all. So it was a free mint. Okay, um, okay, wait, let me back shit. up for a second. Didn't Dead Monkeys give away for it? I for think Jamers? I saw it. I oh think my I god, saw please it. don't say that because that means No, I I'm pretty it. sure they did because the fucking thing had a 50,000 supply and that was the first thing on their shell post was 50,000 supply and then parenthesis, yeah, we know. So I was immediately turned off. I was like, I'm not even going to fucking oh try and get god, a spot for yeah. this. Oh my god, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, we know we got 10 spots. Yeah, so I didn't try. I didn't go to get spots for it. I was like, why the fuck would something have a 50,000 supply ever? God. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's that's unfortunate. But even back then, like, I, I don't blame us because 50,000 supply, free mint, like, I did not expect that to go over, like, 0.01. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And, like, like, when you think about it, it's just, what, what does it have going for it? It's just one big-ass DAO, and <laughs> it has a collab with, I think, a fitness app. Oh, bro, a fitness so- app? Wow. <laughs> yeah, you, get, you can get stronger to lift all those bags. Oh, man. Um, so obviously we missed out on the fitness app because that's worth uh, 0.49 soul now. Well, the joke is on them because I have like 10 fitness apps on my phone already. <laughs> but you have the GMers fitness app. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, no, this is absolutely wild to see this. So uh, I, I guess a lot of people were joking around that this is actually the top. <laughs> oh my god surprised. it is i think it is i think we're i think there's not been enough pain yet honestly yeah. and you know so. what's crazy one dude actually minted over th- uh, i think a thousand of them with their bot <laughs> what yeah yeah with the block friend bot they minted over a thousand and originally people were clowning on him like this moron he's about to lose everything um but i guess the joke's on all of us because now he's up like over 500 soul i think Probably okay, so what was he, he going to lose with a free mint to begin with? Um, so it depends. If he just got the whitelist tokens for free through all these DAOs, then nothing, because I think it was airdropped to them. But the token it, uh, itself, as whitelist, yeah, yeah, the token itself, I think was going for 0.05 to 0.07, maybe even mm-hmm. more than. I think some people said it went to 0.2. 
even at the highest, um, sold per token, and each token gave you 10 mints. Jesus Christ, I should just um, start selling my fucking whitelist tokens. Yeah, I mean, the, the whitelist tokens were going like hotcakes, so you do that, and if it's a free mint, you also have to pay 0.0176 soul per free mint to rent <laughs> mm -hmm. that, uh, to rent that right. uh, address. So, I mean, this dude shelled out, I think, no more than... Assuming he got all the tokens for free, I think he shelled out no more than, like, 12 soul. Mm -hmm. 12 soul to, like, over 600. <laughs> like, that's pretty insane. But I would not have expected that from this, which is why I yeah. faded it so hard. <laughs> I thought it was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I hate crypto pretty much. <laughs> I'm quitting. See you guys peace. later. <laughs> yeah. This is the last peep cast, guys. Peace. Yeah, hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Back to oh, Web God. 2. <laughs> Any mints coming up? Anything at all. I know one thing coming up is we have an AMA with Solana TV. And Solana TV is a pretty interesting project. They offer like production of interviews, claymation interviews, and uh, production of television shows for, for Solana people and projects. They're actually doing one for D-Gods. Um, if the team ever shows up, I guess. Maybe they've just been shooting the Solana TV um, shit. You know, they're just like hiding. Who knows? <laughs> I doubt it. But um, so, yeah, that's Solana TV. We did give Whitelist Wave. I think they're still in Mint, though. Their Mint didn't really, they didn't sell out. So, like, they're still trying to Mint out. But they're builders and they're like creator based. And that, that's the kind of stuff that I like. So, we're going to talk with them on Monday. Um, is there anything else coming up mint-wise or otherwise that you know of? Um, I think the Solana TV will be very interesting. But as far as mints go, um, we've got Dat Boys tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually put out my newsletter of the week ahead last night. And if you'd like to subscribe to this, I do put it out weekly. Um, just as like a look ahead, it's katherinejenkins.substack.com. It's actually, you can find the podcast there as well. Yes. Dat Boys is coming up Friday the 16th and it is a one soul mint on, on Solana. Clearly it's a goofy little community. No idea what's going to happen after the mint. Um, but they're fun. They're fun people. If you feel like spending one Solana to have fun and then maybe losing it, um, <laughs> then you can do that. You can mint. Um, Doomsday Mummies is like a job, a Web3 job based thing. <laughs> uh, that mint is also on the 16th. That's point, point 0.4 soul. And then there is another job based Web3 thing. Um, these things are just, <laughs> just popping up everywhere. Busy Boars, uh, which I, I gave away whitelist for both of these as well. Um, that is point 0.89 soul, and that's going to be on Saturday the 17th. So those are some mints coming up that I was looking at specifically. Not sure I'm going to mint them, but I will probably be keeping an eye on them. What do you think about all these uh, multiple, multiple job board, job listing, um, job search type things popping up, Batman? I don't know, actually. I don't know what to think. I feel like if you're looking for jobs, it's pretty cool. But from an investment <laughs> standpoint, it feels like they're trying to go or create some kind of meta and I feel like what? it's not going to work. What the fuck is the meta they're trying to create? The job meta? Like, the job meta, yeah. <laughs> is there really a demand? Like, I, I have been, I've been applying for a lot of jobs. Um, I have not been getting a lot of jobs. Um, and I know a lot of people have been applying for a lot of jobs. And so we have, all, we have like the rethinkable bot. We have that in the 
the server now that's in a hundred that's in a like hundred some servers now that people no can um yeah that's crazy where people okay. can reply or reply like literally reply they can apply for jobs through that um and list jobs through that and then there's the library uh for job listings and applying so i don't know it's it's weird to me yeah. And then there's a, another one. I told you, like, that guy DM me um, his own, like, <laughs> his own, like, Web3 job uh, thing. So, I don't It's fucking strange to me. Yeah. I feel like a few of these projects are definitely, like, opportunists, probably. They're yeah. trying to go after that job market and make a quick buck with uh-huh. what might be, like, a really, really simple website. Because, I mean, Rethinkable, I feel like they have something unique there. You know, they're trying to make like a LinkedIn type thing for Web3 and they actually want to have like workshops and things like that for people. So they're going more the social route, whereas I don't know if these other ones, Busy Boars or the the Mummies, Doomsday Mummies. I'm not sure if they're going in that type of direction or not. I'm like when I'm thinking about these companies, you know, like a job board, I don't typically think, you know, like. You know, I, I really need to apply to a job. Let's go to doomsdaymummies.com. <laughs> Doomsday Mummies, yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the Silk Road or whatever the fuck it's called. The, what's yeah. it called? The Silk, the silk, ro- the silk, silk Drive. drive. Yeah. yeah, so the mm. Silk Drive and this has nothing to do with jobs, actually, is a decentralized storage network built by our team. Not our team. I'm reading this. Um, open to all projects that want to securely store their metadata on the fa- on a fast and reliable drive. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I mean, like picturing like my my like external hard drive right here. <laughs> it's a fast one. Uh it's high speed. Um in the easiest way possible. Is there a demand for this? I I think there's a demand for data. I don't uh-huh. think these guys are the ones. I think because <laughs> I mean like think about it. This is a point for soul mint. Um <laughs> they're probably not gonna get that much in royalties or secondary yeah. fees, right? Like, I, I don't even know what the supply size is. I feel like they won't be able to support this infrastructure sure. for more than, like, a, a couple months, maybe. Right. <laughs> and then it just disappears into oblivion along with all the data on your on your Silk Drive. <laughs> I think if you were serious about, like, decentralized storage, you, you'd probably just go to something like like Genesis. Um, uh-huh. Not Doomsday that, Mummies? <laughs> not, not Doomsday Mummies, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow <laughs> i would not I, wonder... I would not store all your family photos on doomsday mummies <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i wonder what the fuck these projects are thinking like with their names of their yeah it's and... like <laughs> you know, know no dude. one's gonna take you seriously <laughs> yeah come on now yeah like rethinkable though rethinkable i feel like is, that's nice yeah At i don't know what can, it means but it sounds a... good <laughs> yeah, it sounds good but like <laughs> busy boars or doomsday Mummies, like that doesn't sound official Busy bores. And then yeah. their their platform is one step busier. That sounds fucking <laughs> terrible. Like, I do not want to be any busier than I already am. In all yeah. honesty, I'm busy enough. One step might put me over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, this, is, this is bad. We're just sitting here fudding these guys. Like, just clowning on them. But Sorry, the guys. Is, our, our FUD rate is actually pretty high. We called some really bad projects out early. <laughs> right didn't we <laughs> yeah um what was the one dragon labs and i didn't yeah. i didn't i didn't go into detail that this was sisyphus because i didn't want to make him like feel bad i don't know if i would have but we were already talking about like how people were upset with him for for calling that and shit so i didn't want to be like well i knew months ago or i knew like weeks ago that these guys were gonna suck i'm pretty um, sure it was months ago but <laughs> <laughs> it 
feels like months ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so Dragon Labs, uh, they claimed something that they wanted to make something more efficient. I can't remember what it was. I don't even really remember at this point what their use case was. Do you? Um, it was social analytics. Social analytics. Oh, right. Yeah. We were and interested like in the, it. We were interested yeah, the, mostly because it was like calculating your your call rate or something. Yeah, it was like a, something that could possibly like calculate your call rate, which sounds really messy to me, honestly, because um, <laughs> we like do that manually. Uh, but anyway, that's why we were interested in it. And then so I was going to get spots for them. And I learned in the process that the first giveaway that they were going to have me do for them was just a password to join their discord right and then a week later they were going to give me another password for people to actually get whitelist spots so they expected people to leave the server and then come back to get their whitelist spot and i was thinking are you insane like do you think <laughs> that this is a good idea this is a good way to retain members in your community this is a good way to like efficiently give people their their whitelist roles so I told them, no, thank you. And I left. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny to me because I was like, I'm just gonna say no thanks. And I'm gonna dip out of this ticket. And I just, yeah, they usually, had, oh, oh. And they had a whole separate server to talk about collaborations, yeah, like whitelist collaborations. <laughs> so I let, I left the entire server, the collab server after I said, no, thank you. And that's um, funny because they're like trying to build a whitelist manager too, but they can't even manage <laughs> their own server. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, it's like, it's bad. That was a red flag to me that they were they were just completely contradicting what they said that they were going to do. So something happened with their, their royalties were set at 98%. And this is like the same thing with fucking the unveiled. Like these projects keep like setting their royalties at 98%. So that causes a lot of FUD, right? So that was one of the things that went wrong with their um, their minting process. Um, but I don't know what happened on that. I just know that it was a shit show. And I know that we knew early on that something was wrong. Um, and we were right, and we like being right. <laughs> yes, and we do. <laughs> what was another one? There's got to be another one that. Um... Man, I feel like we've flooded so many things, and then it panned <laughs> out to be right. Like it's it's hard to keep track of this. <laughs> it's confirmation bias, but you know sometimes confirmation bias. Actually, a hundred percent of the time, confirmation bias works out in your favor. So, um, yeah, good for us. <laughs> yeah, <we're, laughs> we've saved a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Our bags oh, have shit. not grown in a bad way. I'm out of the out of all those. I'm most likely to mint Dat Boys. Yeah, because I, I mean, don't this... even know why I want to mint it. <laughs> it's just funny. I think like they. It is tweets funny. Are funny. They have like the same kind of art as uh, good more uh, GMers too. Mm -hmm. So may maybe that just coincidentally could could be an advantage. And you know it's going to be bullish because they already have a stolen collection on Magic Eden. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it popped up like 30 minutes ago. They're like, please report this, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, I mean, that's that's good. I think. Stolen collections are, can be pretty bullish, yeah. That means, yeah. you know, someone, see, someone believes in them. <laughs> yeah, someone sees the possibility here. <laughs> yeah, someone sees the potential. So they, they went through their trouble to steal their... Steal their collection, um, and I think I think it was either you told me this or you showed me it in writing. But basically, it sounded like this is he he needs us to succeed because he like went all in on this, right? He did say, and I don't know if he was referring to this project or if he was. I think I think my impression was that he was just referring to coding in general. The man has devoted his life to coding, basically. But yeah, there is a possibility that he really needs this project to, to work out or he's just going to be like eating 
paper or something. <laughs> he's like gonna be a poor person. Um, but he's an actual coder and he did release this factory thing where you can go in and make your own um, Dat Boy images, which is pretty fun, honestly. And then there's like a, a flip game, like a flip gambling game that he built out. Um, so those were ready before the mint. What, what's going to happen after the mint? Like I said, I have no fucking idea. Fun community, though. Um, if maybe holding the NFT gives you access to the community, that would be kind of worth it, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't have anything else, so I suppose that we could wrap it up at this point. Um, so I will just uh, say, please... If you're not already subscribed, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Join our Discord and hang out with us. Uh, it's uh, discord.gg slash Cats Crypto Peep Show. Follow us on Telegram at Cats Crypto Peep Show. Follow me on Twitter at Shit Gem Digger. Follow Batman at I'm the Batman. And Batman is spelled, or Bat rather, is spelled B H A T T. It's the, Indi- it's the Indian version of Batman. Um, I think that's everything. So yeah, give us some follows. And thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next time. Peace. All right, see ya. This podcast was intended for entertainment purposes only. Nothing you heard should be considered professional financial advice. I'm very smart, savvy, and hilarious, but I'm not a licensed financial advisor. Crypto is highly volatile and a risky investment avenue, so never trade or invest with more than you can afford to lose, and always do your own research on projects and or seek licensed professional guidance before making your own investment decisions. I always look into projects and attempt to only share the ones that look the safest to me, but even I get fooled sometimes. Please know that I will not be responsible for any losses you incur. 100% of the time, confirmation bias works out in your favor. I'm not sure why. So much hash. I'm quitting. See you guys later.